Sukkah, Perg Dalet, Mishnah Zayin, 4-7. Now, this is a very short Mishnah, um, but it has two totally different uh, readings. The whole Mishnah reads simply, Miyad HaTinokos, Shomten Estulavayan, Vaochlin Esrogehen. That's the whole Mishnah. Now, the really the two ways of reading this Mishnah depend on who is the subject of the sentence, who's doing the action. So, the first shot in the Bartanura is that the people doing the action are adults. They're not mentioned at all in the Mishnah, but it's adults who are doing these actions. And the word miyad is spelt with the patach, a straight line under the yud, and it refers to from the hands. And the Mishnah reads, miyad tinokos, from the hands of the young children. In modern Hebrew, tinok is like an infant, but in Mishnah Hebrew, tinok is like an older school child, but not yet bar mitzvah. Shomten es these adults would snatch the lulavim from the children. It was like a game. They, they like, you know, like catch, so to speak, you know, trying to grab the kids' lulavim. Vaochlin esrogehen, and they would um, eat the children's esrogum that they also snatched. It's a game of like, you know, catch, tag, you know, you're trying to get the kids' stuff, they love it. And for the sake of increasing simcha sachag, the joy of the holiday, this is part of the game. Um, there are a few questions how this is possible from a halachic point of view. Uh, the first issue was one of gezel. You know, you can't take someone that doesn't belong to you. Um, the Bartholomew implies you could have an isra dorais on your hands. That would require that it was an adult who owned the the lulav and esrog and not the child. But whatever the case is, um, you can't take stuff that doesn't belong to you. But here it seems the rabbis were lenient, perhaps through the power of hefker, bez, and hefker. They made these children's lulavim and esrogim a free-for-all for the sake of making the holiday more fun for everybody. That was like the game they played. Um, as far as eating the esrog, there's a separate problem of muktzah, of hukta mitzvah, that's something that's um, set aside to do a mitzvah, remains muktzah the entire Yom Tov, kind of like the decorations of the sukkah and so on. So here, on the seventh day, you might be finished your mitzvah of shaking the arba minim, uh, but still they remain muktzah, and you can't eat them until the end of Yom Tov. But here, they were eating these esrogim, and perhaps the mechanism that allowed that is that from the outset, they were only set aside for six and a half days, so to speak, to do mitzvah, and, and part of it was included at the end, built in, it wouldn't be muktzah before eating also, which could circumvent it. Or perhaps, again, the rabbis let this happen and sort of um, allowed this mechanism from the beginning. The other way of reading the Mishnah is that the subject of the sentence are the children themselves, and the word miyad means immediately, and it would of course be then spelt with a with a kamatz, the T-shaped vowel under the yod, miyad, hatinokos, immediately after using their lulav and esrog for the last time on the seventh day of Yom Tov, hatinokos, the young children, shomten es lulavayan, they snatched out, they pulled out their lulavim, like kind of like swords, you know, out of the sheath, they were attached from the, when they were bound together, and they'd play with them and they would eat their estrogem. Same kind of issue of, of potentially mukta applies, but either the rabbis turned a blind eye or built it in from the beginning. The estrogem were had these dual purposes and weren't there for mukta for for consumption on Yom Tov because they're from this also as children and so on. However, they exactly structured it. They let this go. So that also gives an idea of letting the kids have fun eating by themselves without adults getting involved at the end of the last day of Sukkot.